Hey, 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 it's all things Boo Genius, and I'm LaTanya. And I'm Brianna. And today, for this uh, podcast, we're going to talk about the pandemic experience. That's right, we're going to talk about the pandemic experience. The first thing we're going to talk about is on the outside looking in, because as you guys know, myself, and Brianna, mm-hmm. we were in Tanzania mm-hmm. and the pandemic was beginning to spread. And so no, that's no, 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 it was beginning to spread in the United States. Ah, we were in Tanzania. ah yes, 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 my friend, you're right. Um, so on the outside looking in, the question is, uh, do you see or <laughs> do you see what I see? Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, it was different being. In a foreign country, watching the news on YouTube and hearing other people talk about it from other countries, talk about your home country. So that is the question. Do you see what I see? You all here in America, our family and friends, you can't possibly understand what it was like for us on the outside of the United States looking on the inside. First thing. There was a lot of information that was misinforming. Would you agree, Brianna? Yes, because when I arrived at that airport in the United States, I was like, what in the world's going on here? Oh, they definitely aren't ready. So let's talk about misinformation. There were things communicated on the news, all of the news channels, MSN, CNN, Fox News, NBC, ABC, because you got to understand, sometimes in the foreign countries, I didn't have a television, but I had the internet and that's where I got my news. There was a lot of misinformation. One of the things that was misinforming was the fact that um, there was a major virus that was taking over the United States and there were needs that many people had, but there was misinformation on why those needs were there, i.e. toilet paper. Yeah, we were like, why is everybody buying up the toilet paper? (laughs) I.e. paper products. (laughs) Why? That would have been the last thing on my mind that would have been sold out. Right, and the we were having discussions, and the Tanzanians wanted to know. They were on social media, like, what was with the, the toilet paper? And to be honest, I didn't understand either. But you know what they say, especially with black folk. When one run, everybody runs. So I saw that you all didn't have <laughs> toilet paper, so I went out and bought 30 rolls. <laughs> because we were planning to be there through the epidemic. There was other misinformation, like, what was going to happen if you came from a foreign country into the U.S., i.e. you were going to be quarantined in another state depending on where you came in. Or let me not use the word quarantine. Let me use the word self-isolation. Which we are doing right now. Right. So I saw that we would have to come in the U.S. and... My goodness, like, OMG, where are we going to get dispersed? Because that's what was circulating around the news at that time. Another thing was, it was as if our country was dogging out other countries. As if, because we were an industrialized nation, 
we were so much better off than areas like um, possibly China. You know, China is industrialized, but it was like we were going to be so much better off. And look at where we are now. I don't know if I saw it as that. I, I really just see it as other countries were like looking at, they were looking at China from behind a glass window. Mm. They were just observing. But on while, the outside while you observing, in. you should definitely properly prepare yourself because whatever's behind that glass, it could totally break and come your way. So I just um I expected more preparation there was three months i keep telling people that three months to prepare and and there were people traveling from china back into the united states um children had students had gone on vacation and now this uh virus has spread because brie you were even in china during the time of the virus yeah i luckily was able to leave lucky right when it started getting crazy girl ain't no luck with god crazy it started like accelerating and i got out (laughs) that week so i i just i yeah yeah glory to god she got out it's not luck these young people they don't know what time it is um but i i felt like there was a lot of shade going on while at the same time as brie said that there was not a whole lot of preparation and I mean, during this time, there's a lot of countries who uh, maybe weren't prepared properly. I mean, I guess you can't really prepare for a pandemic or, um, you know, there was action taken too slow on different countries' parts. So that has resulted in where we are now. Would you mean the U.S. of A.? I'm talking about from the very beginning. You know, I think China was a little bit slow about how they addressed the issue. They should have just put it out there. Like, they wanted to hide the information. No, they should have put it out there. We should People should have known earlier. Because if you know earlier, you can, attack, you can attack earlier. But here it is. It's like three months now later. China's slowly recovering. But man, oh man, the rest of the world, they starting to... Yeah, we just kind of sat back, I felt, and looked. But I think the most disturbing thing that I saw with my own eyes was when a certain individual said it was a hoax. There was nothing hoaxing about it and that's from the outside looking in from the outside looking in the u.s looked like a hot (laughs) with two t's hot mess hot mess but luckily we have people in the united states who doesn't listen to that person who says it was a hoax and has their heads on their shoulders so they know despite what that person is saying they know that it's more serious or at that time, it was more serious than what was being said. So people have tried to prepare, and I can appreciate that. Props go to them for being smart. And the last thing, um, as far as on the outside looking in, it kind of vilified uh, people coming uh, international travels. As we were international travels, I mean, Bree went from China to Indonesia to Tanzania and I sat in Tanzania for um, the last uh, six months and so for us on the outside looking in man guys it was looking like a hot mess
Hey, hey, hey. We're talking about to stay or go. You know that Brianna and I were in Tanzania at the time. This, um, Well, actually, Brianna was already in China. Uh, she left China, went to Indonesia, and ultimately came to be with me in Tanzania while this pandemic was going on. Um, it began to spread rapidly, and especially here in the United States, So as the time of this uh, pandemic started to really seem to take off, you know, I had a decision to make whether I would stay in Tanzania or go. And the fact that I had one daughter in one country and another one with me in my country, it really changed the dynamic of what I wanted to do. Brianna, how did you feel um, about that time, whether we should stay in Tanzania or come back home? I was really conflicted because ultimately my heart is in China. So that's where I really want to be even at this moment. But in Tanzania, I was like, "Mm, I don't know if we should stay here. And then it turned into maybe it is best that we stay here. And then it turned back into, ooh, I don't know if this is the place to be. <laughs> I don't know if a pandemic hit here, who, where are we going? Who are we running to? What if we need medical attention? They, I don't know. You know, and that's the thing about being in a foreign country and not necessarily being in a industrialized area. Um, you know, Tanzania has many hospitals there. But the fact is, is that as a citizen of the United States in a foreign country, you know, we had to make some decisions. Uh, Brianna wanted to go back to China. And to be quite honest, I still don't want to be here in the U.S. But, you know, I I really love the country of Tanzania. And if I could have stayed, I would have stayed. But, you know, I have another child um, here in the United States who had to leave her country as well. So those were things that we took into consideration. But really, um, there were several factors that we had to consider. Um, one thing that we had to consider was the fact that I think I think as we were beginning to think about whether we were going to stay or go, we really had to depend on the news because we, mm-hmm. we really had to hear and see, you know, um, there was a level four. What happened with the level four? Because I was given a, a message that I didn't get right away. But Bree, you got information about a level four alert coming from the president of the United States. Um. Well, it was it was saying that um, they would advise Americans not to go out to travel anywhere in the world, which I've never seen that before. You can. We advise you not to travel anywhere. Number one. And number two, it said that, well, if you're an American in another country, we advise you to prepare to stay, basically prepare to stay there for an extended amount of time. And to me, that sounds like, oh, are they about to shut stuff down or off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like an urgency. When I, when I saw that level four, it was like, and and there was some mention um, at some of the briefings to stay put, shelter in place, or come back home. And I didn't take that as you have all day. I didn't take that as you have two weeks. I felt like the moment I saw that, it was a counter, counting down. And so that really did play into the fact if we would stay or go. Another thing that really kind of shook me 
was the fact that once we knew that it was in the U.S., things started. It, it just went really, really fast. And we were out. We had decided at first that we were going to hunker down. Yeah, yeah. And we had cashed out a little bit of money, not a whole lot. But we went to the grocery store. And we began to stock up, and we went to uh, downtown area, and I began to prepare for water, have extra water on hand because, you know, water could have been an issue. You know, power, electricity goes out from time to time. It was going out. Matter of fact, that last week, it was going out almost every day day and the week before that it was very unusual i had never experienced that but um we went to one of the grocery stores where most of the uh foreigners go and when we got there um the shelves were being rearranged and there was a lot of movement on the shelves but y'all they had masks on oh this is when we heard about the virus coming to tanzania ah but it, it seemed like by that time it was moving so it it was like once we saw the mask, I was like, we gotta get out of here. Yeah, people started wearing it after they heard the virus had finally come to Tanzania. Right, but you know what was crazy about that? Tanzania didn't even have five cases. By the time we left, we don't think we had only heard of like two. Yeah, I mean I even looked today and they don't have many they don't even have five cases that I saw. But, you know, and then we went to, um, we got out again, and I was serious about it because I was really trying to be there. Like, I really wasn't trying to come back. And Brie was with me on that. Like, she was trying to, mom, like, let's not, let's not act in haste. And, you know, I was feeling it. Let's not run directly into the virus. Right, because if we were good, and in Tanzania, it's only two seasons, a dry season and a wet season. And the weather was beautiful. I mean, it was like probably 87, 89 degrees. You know, maybe it was, it was hot. You know, it was tank top weather, t-shirt weather. But, you know, and that's even better. And not only that, but even what I'm hearing is they recommend that we drink all of these hot drinks. We drink chai all day long. For those of you that don't know what chai is, it's hot tea. Um, They have a variety of different teas. And, of course, they have kahawa, which is coffee in Swahili. But, you know, we really had a hard time. But I think after hearing that level four, it just really, I had to make a decision. Um, And I decided um, that we would have to return. Uh, To stay at that time was not an option. So we made our way back home. Ugh. Things bougie, yes. All things bougie, yes. Ooh, all things bougie, yes. Now let's talk about what it was like entering into foreign countries, passing through this nasty pandemic. So, what was it like, Brie, passing through this nasty foul pandemic? Uh, it was a lot. It took us 32 hours to get home. Oh my, 32 hours. We won't even talk about that, but actually it wasn't that bad at all. No. Because remember, the focus was on international travelers coming into the U.S. and how bad that was going to be. But actually, I think it was worse coming into this 
hot mess. But anywho, let's talk about airport safety. There was no airport safety in Mwanza, like straight up. The city that we flew out of originally. In Kilimanjaro, they well, were taking it saying? more seriously what? as in they... They every entrance we came in, they had the hand sanitizer on deck. You were not gonna get through if you did not do that hand sanitizer. But let's clarify for the listeners. Um, Wanza was the main city that we were in, uh, and we had to go from Wanza to connect to Kilimanjaro to go on to Qatar. And she's right, there was no gloves, no mask or anything. And by this time we had, we had heard cases in Kilimanjaro. I want to say had a case to come through. They were the first ones to have a case. And y'all, they were the most prepared out of, from, from the time we began traveling, they were the only ones that were prepared. And like she said, as soon as we came through, they were like, there was one uh, lady that worked at the airport. She had her mask on and you had to open up your hands for hand sanitizer. All of them had on masks from what I I can't remember and most of them had on gloves and it's after she put hand sanitizer in your hand there was one mount there was some mountain on the wall they directed you to get that then they hit you with the ear temperature before you even oh, went yeah. into the airport once you got into the airport you did not go to the counter they looked you up and they had gloves on and mask then you got once they verified you then you went to the actual counter. The and check-in counter. Yeah, checking it. And it was very few people there at one time. I remember that. Um, and then after that, we went, we had to do our exit fingerprints. And then you also had hand sanitizer. So the uh, Kilimanjaro Airport, they were on it. We left there. We get into um, Dar es Salaam. We picked up more passengers. We didn't get off the plane. They poured, they filed in. And that is when we got the one, two, I spray you. What was that? It was like a spray down. You know how you pull out that that raid roach spray because you got them roaches? Two by two, they each had two cans of whatever this chemical in was. In both hands. One, two in, one in each hand. No, so that's it was four like, cans. It was like two cans in each hand or something. No, like they that. got two hands, so one can in each it hand. It was a total of four. Correct. It was like either four or six. I don't know how many cans they had in their <laughs> hands, but they raised them to the ceilings. And they walked through spraying people in. I just put my hoodie on and just kept my head down. Whatever sprayed, sprayed my hood, my back. I ain't never been sprayed like a roach. I had on a mask, so I was <laughs> Well, I did have a mask on, too. And by the way, we traveled with masks. We came, we left the USA with masks and gloves and hand sanitizer. So we left with it. We came back with it. But... Yeah, we did get sprayed down. And next, and the other thing, um, as far as airport um, safety, they were so busy, especially in Qatar, where they had gloves on now. Every glove, they touched everybody's passports with them same nasty gloves. And they were so busy trying to see your technology, they weren't separating people that supposedly were sick. And that was the thing. You know, we kept seeing on the news how, oh, we're doing all of this at the airport. It was no such thing. There was no such separation. Um, Are you talking about at Qatar or the U.S.? I'm talking about everywhere. The U.S., Qatar. There was no separation. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if Qatar was advertising that they were doing all these checks. But the U.S., we thought 
were checking people when they got in, but that's a different They thing. spent more time going through my camera equipment. Oh, I see this in your bag. In Qatar. Oh, we're not even going to talk about them looking for jewels. And they separated us. In looking, Monza. We looking had a lot for- <laughs> going on. We had a lot going on. <laughs> they said, we are looking for jewels. Man, you are looking for jewels in jewels my... Jewels aren't even in my vocabulary. I was like, <laughs> In my underwear? Okay, let's move on. Um, But, yeah, I felt like they, they had gone through my camera case. They had gone through... Couldn't even figure out what the camera lens was, even though it was in the box. This was in Qatar. And they wanted me to take off the case for my laptop. Oh, I had to pull back the case for my iPad. You got to put your phone in. It was just... They were doing the most. Um, And so then once we hit the U.S., once we got to the U.S. in Dallas, there was no separation. Um, every Nobody's checking temperatures. Half the staff working there, they don't even got, to me, don't even got the correct mask or even wearing any mask. Some of them was wearing gloves, barely. I was just really surprised about the measures that weren't being take, taken when receiving um, international people, travelers. International travelers, yeah. I'm just confused. I, I don't get it. Like, and and that's the that is the thing. C- looking at the U.S. from from the distance, uh, in a foreign country, and we thought we were coming back home, and the safety precautions. Everybody was just corralled in. Everybody was piled in when we got luggage. Some people had masks on, some people did not. But clearly, there was no separation. And if if the U.S. was so worried about people with um, that had been exposed, it's more exposure here in the yeah. U.S. than it was coming through. And on top of no, that, like there's there, to me, we yeah, like honestly, like if we were to get sick, it would be here in the United States of America. Or I will say through transit, because like we said, the only place that really was on top of the health, safety, whatever, was in Kilimanjaro in Tanzania. Which was in Africa. Once we got out of there, it was like, okay, some people were wearing masks, some people were wearing gloves, and I'm talking about some. But the perception of what the U.S. was doing was that we're doing the most. And then once, even after we got here trying to get in the uber it was like the air everybody was scared of us getting in and we were masked up and we were gloved and you know going into the grocery store people are just walking around all willy-nilly ain't have a mask on ain't have nothing nothing the on their hands don't have mask on. barely Ew. barely not like where, where we have gone i probably saw maybe one or two workers with mask on the rest of them no and i'm just like they're coming into contact with many different people we are just coming in here to buy some groceries and leaving but there's just no precaution being taken. And honestly, when we had to go buy grocery, people are looking at us like we've overdone it with our mask on. I think that... And y'all have underdone it. Yeah, and to say, oh, the question is, should you should the people wear masks? Yeah, the people should wear masks, and so should the nurses. They need to protect themselves. I'm a former hospital corpsman, and they taught us very well. What I'm seeing is a huge shock, but I guess it's not. But anyway, those were our um, thought processes on um, entering foreign countries, and yeah. Can I just say, <laughs> uh, can I just say, entering, passing through a pandemic only to get here, to self-isolate, 
and see what I'm seeing. Hot.